Let's, well, let's make fucking do this. Let's review some legends. Here's the problem. If we want to wait between the episode and doing the review, more news comes out between. So now we know all the shit that happened with the upfronts. Oh, we do? I haven't been paying attention. You know I haven't been oh. paying attention. You know okay. I haven't. Okay, okay. I'm going to give you a quick, I'm going to give you a quick fill in. Um, I guess this will sort of be our opening bit. Um, so we know Legends is going to be coming back mid-season in 2020. Crisis is going to be five Christian hours. And Legends might oh, right. show. Like, I Legends. Know. I don't know if Legends is going to show up. They are apparently going to, but I don't know if it's just going to be like a brief cameo thing or if like maybe their season premiere will be the last Crisis episode, which could also be good because then they can just be at Oliver's fucking funeral. That's um, all I want. People people smarter than me have pointed out that because Legends... Oh, right. We also got the sort of long-form press release for the end of season four and season five, which mentions that Zari is going to change the timeline and accidentally undo a whole bunch of shit. Which, you know, yeah. we've all been there. This is part where I'm like... I, and I don't even... I'm just like... I mean, I'm glad they remembered that that's a thing that she wants to do, but it's like, every time they do this, you get the feeling that it's like their plot equivalent of, oh shit, I left the stove on. Like, oh shit, Zari actually really wants to change the timeline. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. We got caught I mean, up. Well, it we even the, I I feel like this is actually by accident because she left the dragon with her baby self and that and the whole thing I think if they convince everybody that magical creatures are good then Argus is never going to get power and then her family is going to be fine which means if so like etc etc which is like good and then they're like but this changes everything and I'm like really because when Amaya changed the timeline it changed absolutely nothing yeah I mean it changed some stuff but not as okay whatever fine it's fine um I, and so the legends are like they say in the press release they're like the time guardians not the time lords those were season one and i'm like never speak to me like this again don't you ever fucking take that tone with me again never 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 um so apparently phil is like yeah they're gonna get in trouble because you can't just reset time and i'm like really we've realized that now <laughs> And yeah. Okay, but so because they're going to be having this Time Guardians thing and Zari's thing, it kind of feels to me like Phil put in a back door for them with the crisis. We're like, all the Earths are merging, all the timelines are merging, this is what's going to happen, and then Legends can kind of be like, oh, but actually over here... I know, which is fair, which is... Which is, I mean, I'm almost... I'm almost kind of glad they're doing mid-season. Like, yes, that's going to be a long hiatus for the season. I also don't know if they're going to make it past season five, honestly, especially with the streaming service, especially with the way that everything's going. I would like it. But, my, my my hope is that yeah. it does get moved to DC streaming service. Um, but at this point, I I've given up. I don't I don't care enough. I'm sorry. I I can't I can't spend my life worrying about this kind of stuff. I get I get so tired. Yeah. I'm sorry. To be, but, I know it's like fun to speculate, but I'm like this show. This show, I, I, I don't d trying to speculate what the show is doing is just never worth my time or energy because it doesn't know what it's doing. So it's like, all right, I accept chaos. It's whatever. Yes. And also, so like, you know, know what? Like, I don't even care about the crisis legends. event. I'm sorry. But wait, I'm here's so the best part. Here's oh, the Christ. best, best, best part. And I want you to know when I say best, I mean for me. For me personally, it's everything I could ever want. It All seems right. like the trio kind of trying to, it seems like Astra is going to unleash hell on earth, which good for her. Love a yeah. businesswoman. We'll get more into yeah. that. Yeah. It seems like the trio that's going to try to have to kind of pull everything together and get the legends back and fix things is Mick, Charlie, and Mona. Which is great. Which... Which is mixed personal. My longest hell. chef's kiss ever. Yeah. No, I assume, I assume. And the reason that that's the main trio is because Nick's personal hell on earth is being trapped in a car with two adult teen babies. You, I'm sorry. Do you want up, sir? Just come here. Are you talking to your cat? Yeah, of course. Come here. You're going to sit. Oh. There you go. Hi. Okay. Hello. It's good to see you. Sorry, he wanted to do so. It. I figure, so that being said, I do also want to announce we're going to be doing the live stream finale review. May 23rd, 7 p.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time. We're in New York City, so that's the time zone. Um, and it's going to be on my Twitch channel. I have a new one from last year because I'm trying to kind of consolidate my gaming brand, I guess. I don't really know. Very smart. It is um, Panther, 
but it's P-A-N-N underscore T-H-E-R. We'll be putting links up, obviously, beforehand, beforehand, so you don't have to worry if you don't yes. remember it. And um, a big and uh, and I'm not I, I wouldn't say it's a big part because I'm not really trying to make it a big part, but uh, an important part of our live stream will be we're going to be asking you throughout the live stream to um please give money to Planned Parenthood, please, 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 please. please. You can give them money. Why don't you give them some money right now? Why don't yeah, you do some you in advance well. and some later? Please, please, I am I, begging you. We we like please. We will we will do fun tricks to get you to donate we money. One hundred. We'll do it. Do you want me to introduce yeah, the episode first? Brother, what's my name? My name is Our Lady of the Upside Down. Brother, what's my name? I'll tell you my name. Persephone. Okay, this is the 15th episode of the fourth season, penultimate to the season finale, and it's called Gary Comics, one word, comics with an X. This comes from a very dark and personal place in our in our lives, and we wanted to sh- and we wanted to share it with you. Oh God! So, I think the most important thing said, to understand right. about Gary Comics and the reason we called it Gary Comics was the second that Gary said, "I thought we were going to play Settlers of Catan." I literally just said out loud, even though I knew they were on the TV and couldn't hear me, "Shut the fuck up!" Like so. Like this, like here's the thing is, the, I think I think there's something grimly funny to me about the fact that D and D has become so mainstream that they can't say D and D; they have to say Settlers of Catan. Like Settlers of Catan has become the new uncool tabletop I, game, and it is. The only time I played it once in high school, it, it's very boring. It's very boring. It's I played it boring. one time in high school, and it's the sort of game where it's like I hate games. I personally, I just hate games like this. Where like the objective is just to be a huge asshole to your friends and take all their stuff. Like I don't. I hate mm-hmm. games like that. So, um, well, one time I played it with a friend, and we were so I visited a friend in another state. She takes me to meet some of her friends, um, and we're playing it. And one of the people there was like in that group, but not her friend. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll play this game to win. Yeah. but. The, the the only good thing that's ever come from Settlers of Catan is that one time that Laura, my our good friend Laura, said, "Oh yeah, my friends like to play like nerd games, like Settlers of Catan, like of like Catan, <laughs> or like just like Catan." Fuck, I love that. Like she's just like, yeah, they like to play Settlers of Catan, and I never like, changed. Me too. Me fucking. I too. love because she is like a. I wish I was she that sure. She is like. The wonderful reminder that not everyone is extremely online that I need, where like people are like, "What's dis? What? What's discourse mean?" Yeah. And I'm like, "I wish I could be you. I really fucking do, buddy. I wish. I, I wish, wish. God, I wish that were me. I would love to. <laughs> oh God, I hate it. I can't even talk about this. Um, people like online shit. I I hate it. All right, cats out. I can shut the door. Internet shit. Um. I will also. I also have some fun announcements. He's literally just sitting like directly outside my door, so I can't shut my door because he's like he's like sitting like on the border between my door and the hallway. Like he didn't actually leave my room. He just wanted the door open. I don't understand cats. Anyway, um, I mean, I do actually know why he does that. All right, let me send you. Oh boy. Let me send you this photo. Because it's the sort of thing where they want to be like, hey, we're hanging out and we're friends. And fuck you, Nick. We're not friends. We're not fucking, fucking, fucking friends. Yeah, I just sent Ari Ari a photo of Nick Fan. A photo of Nick Fan over here. Stop it. Stop talking like Fred Durst. I hate you so much. Please stop reminding me that Nick Fan was. It's this the worst thing in the world. I hate it. 40. It's very upsetting. I really, truly really hate it. I love. Um, he is going to be. He is. My bigger concern is at Fan Fest. That's New my Jersey, big problem. Where I'm like, like, I'm not. Oh boy. I, 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 I'm like a lot of the cast is going to be at Dragon Con. I'm like, y'all making them oh go boy. down to Atlanta? Okay. They we're, spent we're, like a year in Vancouver. That's brutal. I mean, the food's going to be better. So there's that. This is. There, it, it, this is we're 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 going out. Oh boy. This is gonna be it's gonna get wet and wild, people. 
it's gonna we're, we I haven't have decided if we're gonna go to fan fest yet i'm, I'm not, not a good celebrity person i get like really i get and, like like sick anxious like i can't do it emotionally it's really bad for me <laughs> i'm not i can talk i talk yeah. a lot of shit on this podcast and, and i'm like in real i don't know about nick but if i met any of the rest of them in real life i would like start stress crying like i'm so bad about stuff like that yeah Here's the thing. We, we survived meeting Brandon. And, and then the he sweetest, also came for our entire, entire lives on accident. You essentially, so like, you know. He didn't. Okay, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. One, we don't know it was an accident. And two, I feel like you already know <laughs> no, exactly who and what Nick I is. To, I'm not so you don't actually have no, to treat him. <laughs> he <laughs> cut out the sides of his shirt. He cut out the sides of his shirt. He cut out the sides of his shirt. And it's like me. slung over And his I was shoulder. standing there looking at this photo. No, because he died. Like, aren't think... you worried about getting a sunburn? Aren't you worried? And then I was oh, like, yes. no. Italian Americans don't get sun. It's very shocking to me that Italian Americans and like, Greek Americans don't get um, it depends. sun. I'm like, you guys um, are it also depends. You're white people. Like, Well, no, not if you're Nick Zano. And also, if you not tan if regularly Zano. enough, you don't really get a sunburn. But like, also, I know the kind of women who tan regularly. And the second they turn 30, it's like a handbag. Like their whole face is just like it, it just it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Uh put some block on for yeah. sake. <laughs> yeah. No. I always put Stay some block out of on. the sun. Don't go into the sun. Never go which is very surprising because yeah. as you pointed out, Nick Zano is forty one years old and is Italian American and is clearly I mean, has he taken care of his skin in the sun? Yeah, or I is think, he I just think he might have been on some kind of abomination? Because I'm like, no. What's his secret? It's not even just that you, you look it, like if you asked me to guess that guy's age, I'd be like early thirties. So like, yeah, I think he might just be a viewer. Yeah. Like Yeah, I'd say thirty four, thirty five. I don't. Yeah, we're just gonna have this. Conversation these are all things we will be yelling at yeah. Xano like, through a megaphone because Ari doesn't have to get Like that's the other thing. I'm like, I'm mostly talking. Like we ended up mostly talking to each other while we're meeting Brandon, or we were talking about the cat. Like I don't. <laughs> we did a comedy freestyling and that's why he told us we were funny. Which also apparently and I'm like, has proven the scientifically most complicated game to play, and I'm like, that's cute. Um, okay. I mean, maybe it is, but I'm also like, I feel like Yu-Gi-Oh would have a high spot up there if any of the cards were actually tournament legal, because the Yu-Gi-Oh card making process seems to be make like 100 new cards, make 10 of them obscenely overpowered, ban those ones from tournament matches, and then see what happens. So I don't know, I guess Magic won out. Is Yu-Gi-Oh still making I, new I cards? I also, maybe Yu-Gi-Oh is... Okay. I mean, at yeah, least we know. know. Yes, they do. Yes. Oh, God, yeah. They still okay. do. Remember my GameStop story? Okay. So I also before and we also we have excellent yeah. we have amazing yeah. news. Oliver Queen is dead. Oh, yeah. Also I saw Detective Pikachu. Yeah, Oliver Queen. Oliver Queen is dead. By the what'd you say? You already saw Detective Pikachu and Oliver Queen. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. We're gonna see it again yeah. this weekend and we'll have a review for that up at some point. But uh, um, Oliver Queen died. Oliver Queen. We got we got like you know the ten the, the oh, opening ten minutes opinion, of up, right. we got like the mirrorverse version of that. Um, and then he died. And that's really what it was. As you were describing to me, I'm like, this is just off foot from hell. <laughs> what are you doing? I heard fights under my bed like dipshits. Anyway, um, he's dead and we win. We're free. He's dead. We win. He's never coming back. He's we rotting in the ground. He is in hell. And there's nothing anyone can do about it. And like, so the end of Arrow with Felicity leaving is like, She's like, oh, um, I wanted to see my children grow up, and now I'm going to go meet Oliver on another plane of existence, I guess. But all she says is yeah, him. This is a he so him she could be referring to anyone who uses he, him pronouns. <laughs> That's, yeah. He, him, yeah. he, him, lesbians have extremely powerful yeah, energy. For example, saying. God. For all we know, Felicity was going to meet God. What to thank you? he oh, for killing Oliver. Oh, I mean, it was one of those things where... Like I just, oh my god. Um. Okay. Sorry. Continue. They were just beating the shit out of each other for no reason. Of course. I was just. I sort of watched the Arrow season finale because I did want to see Emily under the Lee. bed. Like I can't even separate them because they're fighting under the bed. They're enormous dipshits. <laughs> this fucking hell. God. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Come over here. <laughs> like, they're in the room. I can't even, like, be like, I can't even separate them. They're, they're just... <laughs> what? Why? Stop talking 
And he just walks up and he looks at me like I'm the asshole. Like, no. Hey, Tim's back. I'm trying to record a podcast. I Oh my god, I thought it was a cat. Yeah, no, it was just like pills. I'm like, oh. don't go back. <laughs> no. Okay. Never mind. There, he just he. Yeah. Oliver died, never coming back, having a party at his grave. Very exciting. Right. So I watched it because I wanted to make sure Emily left and didn't get killed off. So you're right. They really did do like up from hell, and then um the one of the time people, a different a different kind of time guardian, not the ones from Legends. All right. He's been put in the shame cube until he can stop fighting, kicking him out, because I don't have time for this. Okay, sorry. Continue. <laughs> no, I understand. Some guy in the most ridiculous costume I've ever seen in my life, and I don't mean good ridiculous, I mean like, yeah. we did not have the money to even make this remotely look good, so I don't know why we went with it, shows up at Oliver's cabin oh where he has been attempting to understand how a baby works with Felicity. And he, and and the guardian is like, listen, you can say Barry and Kara, but you're gonna have to die. Yeah. And Felicity in the back, like, nice, 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 nice. Um, and then on the Flash, that was also their season finale, and um, Nora West Allen, yeah. their daughter, got absorbed back into she she literally she exploded, but not she got absorbed back into the time stream. Why I don't know. A lot of people are speculating that because she sort of ceased to exist, that she's going to come back as Dawn and just they're going to be like, you're Nora. And she's going to be like, no, I, I'm Dawn. I have no idea who Nora is or what Nora did. Which is like, fine, whatever. It's stupid. Cisco decides to take the metahuman cure and get rid of his vile yeah. power. Well, that's which sort of the dumbest. Human cure stuff. Like, remember it's when so there was gross. that rumor that Carlos so was leaving? I hope he does. Just bad. I hope he just fucking. But I will say, his hair in the scene as he is walking away after taking it is so, he looks so Yeah, that's fair. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. But I kind of forgot what had happened. Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, you showed us, but I'm always up for seeing it. Here, would you, like to see, would you like to see? I was wondering, like... Let me show you. Let me show you this good boy. Well, I want to show it to you in motion. I'm just going to... That's valid. I'm just going to send it to you with the... Um, Timestamp so that you don't have to see him talking to Caitlin. So I mean, the other thing is like this whole as per usual, on Caitlin love doing being that. able to do it correctly. So basically, just baby, how I hate the plotline they gave you, but I love to watch you walk away. So... Oh God, he's so good looking. His hair is so long. He's so beautiful. Yeah. Like that's a slow motion hair extravaganza. I mean, he's always good. I can barely handle it. Yeah, the flower that burns blooms. Sometimes in adversity, something et cetera, very good can come out of just something really fucking yeah. stupid, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, talking those finales kind of pushed out of the way. Let's talk about legends, I guess. Um, we briefly brought up Gary. I think we should actually start. Do you want to start talking with Gary, or do you want to start talking about? I feel like ending on that note that might be good because I have a, I like, have what the last uh, something that just occurred to me about, about Hey World and should have occurred to me sooner, and that's on me. But I was literally walking upstairs and I get slapped in the face with that fucking Rudolph picture. That's just deviation from the norm. Will be punished unless it's exploitable. Um, and that is where hey world's probably gonna end up and i'm like we should probably save the politics for after because that seems like a way to end it so let's start with gary okay um so the thing about gary is and the reason we called this episode gary comics to begin with is i've just seen for myself and other nerds who are women or who are non-binary or who are not cis there's like a very specific kind of nerd guy that Gary is kind of falling into. And it's very disappointing that that's happening because Gary has had a lot of sort of fun, unique quirks about him. He's always been very nice. He's queer. Yeah. Um, Adam, you know, it's one of those things where sometimes I'm like, I have feelings about Gary, but non-Jews don't touch this. But it's also one of those things where, like, as a woman, I mean, in my case, if you've been sort of made uncomfortable by that kind of, like, 
nerd guy and now he suddenly has this like power over you and is treating it like it's your fault that he made you uncomfortable that's not ideal yeah and i and i just feel like the show is kind of straddling between like he's learning a lesson but no he isn't there learning a lesson because they can't really like yes it's correct gary is not just comic relief and they have it's messy and this is i think the problem for me with the way this has gone is this show's saving grace as we've said a thousand times is that its character arcs are strong that its character narratives are good that there's growth that they stick to it that they stick to landing on character arcs that things are resolved and done in a really satisfying way gary is an exception to that rule he is someone where i think it it seems to be in part because of how much the cast and the writers like Adam. And I understand that, that he seems like a great guy, you know, from just like, he seems like he gets along with them great at the least. Um, so uh, this is not Adam's fault. Yeah. And, and that's one of those things where like, Adam is so genuinely likable that if he was not playing Gary, we well, probably would have had this issue kind of get into. But I also just want to point out the thing about Gary is like, the show doesn't know how to tell us if it's serious yeah. or not. It doesn't know if Gary's crush, if Gary's crush on Ava is weird or if it's not weird and he's just very fond I'm of not her. Knowing. It doesn't because know the, if Gary oh, and the fairy godmother is mean or if he's justified. Because I don't know what he's going to do and that means he might hurt me. And like, that's just, I think, an instinctual reflexive response, but it, 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 it doesn't fucking go away. So what I want to yes. and- talk about is the inconsistency here and how because it's been such a roller coaster and because the show doesn't know what to do, this sort of, I don't, I, I don't like this because I don't feel like it was, it was earned because you know, as much as they were like, Gary's not just comic relief, they used him as comedy relief whenever they had the chance. Like, it's the sort of thing where I'm like, you had to have course corrected your own mistakes prior to this. When did you guys tell you us? You can't just when did tell you guys us show he's not comic he relief after spending an entire season treating him like comic relief when you remembered to have him in at all. And with that in mind, like, it's not even like Gary wasn't even... What I think they were trying to go for was like the dogged nice guy who's like who's like and not like nice guy TM but like the the nice guy the the Thompson of the friend group if you you know the the Gravity Falls Thompson of the friend group and they could have taken some cues from that because Gary is not necessarily only like the second he gets the opportunity to punch down he does the second that Mona starts at the bureau he is immediately like a huge dick to her for no reason he's super petty and nasty. I don't think it was like Anakin murdering a bunch of Jedi children levels of bad, but it's indicative. Like mm-hmm. if the show had been, if the show had just made him a straight up villain, it honestly probably would have worked better because he had a lot more moments of petty resentment that they could have been playing yeah, and no. pushing than he did necessarily moments where you were like, this is a genuinely nice guy. Cause I think even when we've talked about Gary before, we've kind of had the attitude of, he was good this episode, which was weird because he was bad. He was like weird last episode or like, oh, he was really weird this episode. I hope he's good next episode. And like, you know, he it, 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 they've never really known what the fuck they were doing with him, which kind of then makes it. This is one of those things yeah. where like, because because of that inconsistency, that's why I can understand people who yeah, I don't really, hate it. really, I, really I, don't I, like I, him I, and people who really, really love him and want to support him. And I understand both sides of that. Yeah. We are expressing frustration because I see a lot of potential because Adam is so talented and they're wasting it. Well, I'll also say, like, you know, if Gary is acting this way in a way that a lot of people like myself and Ari find familiar and uncomfortable, even if you are a fan of the character, it's unfortunately not really... Because, like, yeah, I've had... I've had characters... I mean, and, like, here's the thing. In comparison to other problematic characters, Gary is nowhere near it. You gotta remember that. But if we're, like, this kind of nerd guy makes us uncomfortable because it's very realistic... Well, because there's still a, sort of a line where it's like, I understand. No, I understand that you like this character a lot, but like, well, that's and that's the thing. This and is real life experience that people are really... talking about, and this can have real life consequences because you don't have to be nice to guys that are always in your space, and doing so oh, no, can I'm actually be like very this. dangerous. And I know, maybe in a different environment, maybe with a different president, we wouldn't be so concerned about this. 
but uh-huh and most of them are dumb. I, I, people like gary are real and i meet them all the fucking time and the thing is is in real life they're not also secretly like they don't also have episodes where they're written well because people don't work that way. So when Gary has a good episode and we want to like him based on how he's presented in those good episodes, that's okay because he's a character in a show. But because when he is bad, he is bad in a way that hits so close to home for real life lived experiences for a lot of people, because this is a guy whose villainy, air quotes, is much more personal and targeted and petty in a way that I'm like, no. Because if you allow stuff like that or you normalize stuff like that, that actually does have real life consequences in a way that maybe being like, I think this knife throwing gay vampire is cool, doesn't. But like you said, like maybe, well, I don't know, I'm always like this. Maybe it would be different if we weren't in the moment we are in now. I also want to point out like the kind of archetype Gary plays of sort of that nerdy, nebbish Jewish guy sort of takes on a different life because yes, Adam is Jewish. And then if you compare that to someone mm-hmm. like Brandon, who's playing Ray, who in the comics is that archetype. Thank and you. Who I, I do think you know what? I haven't, I didn't often think along those Thank beats. You. Because yeah. But no, is still, fair. because he's Brandon, like have this, you know, it, because he's written very differently. And I can understand feeling that's very unfair. It's just sort of Gary's attitude and character can be very uncomfortably real for me as a Jewish woman who has dealt with a lot of men like this. But on the other hand, we're not seeing any other Jewish actors on this show giving us another example of something else. You can say like, oh, Ray and Nate are nerds and they don't do this, but like, look at Brandon and Nick compared to Adam and then get back to me. And so, you know, and that's the, and that is the bottom line about this is that there is no simple answer except that legends needs to get it together and i do understand that he was like listen i was trying to protect you guys all right right. but the difference between a good care and this is one of those things and i and i hate this i hate that i have to give i i have to give i hate that i have to give arrow any bit of credit but it was a beth schwartz episode and not a mark guggenheim one so yeah bear with me when Black Siren says, I tried really hard to be good and everybody turned on me and it didn't matter. And Sarah goes, you don't get a medal for being a good person. You have to do it every day because that's what good people do. And that's a lesson that Black Siren learns and grows from and is like, I want to commit myself to being good. I want to do good because it's an it's it's not a thing you are. It's a thing you do. Um, That's important. Exactly. And so, like, if you. Sort of, and and this is the thing. It's like, yes, when Gary realizes he's being cruel, this this was this a long form way for him to get Nate to date him? Probably, probably considering that he kind of stuck. Like the part where he's wearing those tight ass pants and he's doing that pose in front of Nate and Mick. I'm like, see this? This is weird. This is television. Yeah, this is weird. But this is I'm I'm rolling with this it. This is, and like honestly, it or even if it had just been making Mick have a pacifier, like, like that's not weird. Who the fuck? Why? I can't even. I just want to take him aside. I want to step aside from Gary because I can't blame that on on Gary in this. Like, who the fuck in that room? Yeah. I'm like, so no, Gary isn't writing comics currently that might be something akin to what a serial killer might do. We're never going to have to give Gary comics to the FBI. No, never, which is probably for the best. (laughs) But it is, and it's hard because it's like, I I get liking characters. Even when bad things happen to them, I still consider myself a Tony Stark fan. And I would tell you, I don't think he's had a good comic in literally about 15 years. Uh, He has not had a good character arc. However, um, there comes a time where you have to, at the very least, even if you still really like the character, acknowledge what their actions might say about a larger cultural issue. And that might be why people don't like them, because everybody's line that they have where they draw on like, I can tolerate this in my media versus I can't fucking do this. I got to go is different. So, you know, live and let live. And if you really don't like that, other people don't like Gary or that other people do like Gary, you should probably just make a podcast about it. It's worked out well for us so far. Um, I was honestly just going to say, don't engage. Um, that's it. And- well, don't like send your podcast to these people, but like having a podcast is basically like having a verbal diary. So go for it. Honestly, if you if you feel one way and you feel that other people are wrong, literally, this is why we have this podcast. 
it's just to yell about how much smarter we are than everybody. We're not actually <laughs> providing anything, anybody with anything of substance. Um, yep. And I will also say, and this is kind of, I think, where we're going to close the book on this part of the discussion. Yeah. I know the fact that I've been the awkward person in the group that gets taken advantage of or who's like weird. And I yeah. know it. And I know other people don't really. But what I do in those yeah. situations is I find other people to hang out with. And I'm not saying yeah. that that's something you can go outside and do. That is something you have to teach yourself. That you, because yep. like, here's the thing. Right now, maybe Gary doesn't know that he doesn't deserve that. And maybe the legends don't know. But that yeah. would have been, I think, a more intelligent way of doing this. Because yeah. sort of relating to Gary being cruel to everybody who picked on him. I understand wanting to go there. Like, nobody understands wanting to go there more than me. But it is no, so much me. better and you feel better when you start hanging out with better people and when you just instead of like trying to because even when you're thinking about getting revenge on toxic people you're still thinking about better you might you might think i'm a slut but i don't think of you at all but also because that's, right. that's, 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 that's 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 a really scary motto 2020 yeah but that's a, that's a really good point so i want to i want to i also want to close the book on this but i do want to add if you can't find those people who treat you better if you are stuck with this toxic which because i have also I could argue that literally the entirety of my life up till high school was spent being that person in a friend group due to being an autistic trauma bag. So like with that in mind, I think the best advice I can give somebody. You're on an that autistic part, trauma Gucci bag. Thank you. That was very nice of you. But like it, um, it's okay to be just be alone. It hurts. But looking back, it was better when I was just not interacting with these people if i couldn't have any good friends and it was better to just not have any friends because having friends who are bad to you is worse than having no friends at all even if you feel like oh i'm a loser and no one yeah my friend, I, better to just not have any it took me a really really long time well it it's a hard a really thing to learn to learn that as well it's really hard so i'm not saying this thinking anyone who has toxic friends right now but you're right fuck it i'm gonna go live in my room and read comic books don't you know i get it but if you do decide that being without friends until you can find a better friend group is the thing you can do, it does not mean that you will never have friends. It does not mean that you don't have the capacity to make friends. It means that you are waiting for, to meet the right people who will care a whole lot about you. I Book club forever. Book club forever. All right. Let's go into the fact that number one, I was also just thinking the everybody has to be nice to Gary episode actually could have been a lot better if maybe they thought he was they thought he swallowed a bomb. Yeah. The boy cries you a sweater of tears and, and you kill, kill him. That would have been Because really then it wouldn't have been such a weird high st it wouldn't have been so weirdly high stakes. Mm -hmm. And it wouldn't like Gary could have learned a lesson, they all could have learned lessons, and it would not have had the same Yeah, having the just control like, that magic gonna, has. That thing that Gary did in the type as as friend of the show Jay pointed out, Gary is technically a warlock now. Because as John Constantine said with magic, anyone can do it. Yeah. Um, well, that's not the exact but like, so if Gary and the fairy godmother says a witch just has to take another witch's wand, yeah. Maybe that's what he'll try to do. Maybe that's how he'll sort of remake himself and be like, This is the path I want to take. Yeah. Which, Which I think would be, be very interesting. It would be. So let's from there um move on to talking about oh my god how far into this episode are we jesus christ that took a long time yeah i mean i think it was, oh, think it was one of the so big yeah it was one of the big things and also i'm assuming yeah. we're gonna cut at least like 15 minutes of this because half of it was us bullshitting and the other half was my cats fighting so <laughs> yeah, fair. yeah yeah it was okay plot beats this episode we saw we saw constantine at his most hellblazery which I think was very interesting because I know people have, and when I say people, oh, that right. I, mean, did you first. I don't agree with, I don't agree with you. I've never agreed with you. Yeah. Um, there's sort of been a disconnect, I think, between people who like Constantine and are like, why is he growing emotionally on this show versus people who watch the show and are like, I really care about this character and I think he's fun on this show. Yeah. And I think what we're seeing is, kind of a seamless connection between the two because everything he did in hell if you're a fan of the character in comics is absolutely he's pretty much no, for shot right. that yeah and that's and that's the best of him that's the best of him without the woman murdering so that's why i really loved his stuff in hell this episode 
because it's like everything I really like about Hellblazer without any of the shit I don't, which is the just so many. I mean, it's a sea of fucking lady corpses, dude. Like the I think the second that he said I wanted to meet with the triumvirate, I started like actually like doing like the hand flapping. Like I one of my favorite fucking things is that whole the, the I mean I I love I love DC's Vertigo Hell like I just I you know the 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 it's so cool and I the the mythos of hell even though I've said before that's not actually what biblical hell is it doesn't fucking matter the triumvirate is really cool and then they they did some they did a couple the hell the hell sequence in this episode despite the fact that like the actual set of it was uh, just 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 it, it, like the <sighs> anthro con after dark but without the fursuits but i couldn't think of another horny con like it, it just the 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 girl was the chase just it was cirque du soleil after dark like it was just these acrobats like, very bad yeah but very bad cirque du soleil after dark but like hell is cool and it's actually not hey guys hell is fun and it's actually work. not that horny <laughs> but it was the sort of thing where like ignoring the weird set dressing they had some genuinely creative and surprising decisions stuff that like and was good in the way where i was like i had never seen it in that light before but you're so fucking right like when they made the triumvirate because they don't have the money to do demon stuff they just made them all sopranos extras that's so smart and so cool and the idea of the triumvirate being like these old school like mob types like i want them like i want like paul sorvino to play one of them like this is like this is i you're it's so fucking good that was so good it felt like i was like for me you shouldn't have but that was so clever and the stuff with astra like remember how when you said john falling into hell was something you legitimately didn't expect i didn't yes. expect astra to have been like a like grown up and evil i really thought this was going to be the thing where john was just going to save this child and like that would have been great don't get me wrong it would have also been great but they really threw my expectations for a loop when astra was like just kidding i'm an adult now and also i'm a fucking demon and i was like holy shit they really went for it like that was i'm satan's apprentice good for you yeah like i'm so proud so of her. good it was really good i'm so excited to see where that goes that was good i mean yeah because the way that season five is slated it seems like she might be a major villain yeah which i I think that would be very i think that would be very exciting she's a really cool fun character yeah no i would be really cool i've only known her i've only known astra for five minutes but if anything happened i like seriously i would carry i literally i i want to do on the on the social dummy app i want to do one of those for rip where he's like i've only had pussyfoot for a day but if anything happened to her i'd kill everyone in this room and then myself and then it's just everybody commenting and it's just everybody commenting don't joke about that yeah that's fair but it is also the sort of thing where it's like just raving like do you need to talk yeah no ray is ray is yeah that's right but like i always leave him alone the rest of you can joke about it yeah the rest of you can absolutely joke about it but not rip too close but like that was literally what happened with laura and mona like that was it i cannot believe that i somehow now i kind of want to have like that like just like nora holding mona on her hip like if anything happens to her i will kill everyone in this room and then myself like that's their relationship and it's so and just and just and just a quick friendly reminder that the um police officer for the nypd who was convicted on um chat room logs that said where he fully stated that he planned to kidnap women and eat them um i'm sorry he published what? a book huh and that book is getting made into a movie just wanted to remind everyone of that every time you reference b99 you have to oh, reference right. a I real life horrible and told thing me that and i yeah what the fuck the fuck yeah yeah hey how come we have like two cannibals who've killed a woman and then written books about it or thought about killing a woman and then written books about it why is this a uh, because we don't hold because we don't hold men accountable I, for anything i i guess i mean i know that but like fuck man um just i mean somebody literally sent me an ask which was like how much when mona and nora started hanging out and i was like oh dark woo is so cute like she thinks nora is so cool and nora is obviously like wow nobody's besides ray those are her two sunshines has been this affectionate to me 
I was like, wow, what a cute thing. And then yeah. the show was like, did you know they're actually canonically in love? And yeah. I was like, Phil. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> For yeah. me. Yeah. First you make Dominic Purcell go on the on the adult baby horny tour. And then <laughs> Yeah. Actually that was second. Like but, like she really is and it's one of those things where it's almost like it's so once again, Courtney Ford carrying this entire and like that's not to say everyone on this show is not talented. No, but they're Courtney all very Ford talented. Carrying this show, she's so good on her fucking shoulders. She's so I also good. I realized that the the brand and appreciation tag came from Courtney trying to start it, and I'm like, I love you. I get that he's your husband. Don't really feel the need to go out of my way for a man at any point. No, never. But also, aw, like that's really that's really cute. Like I like that. Like that that that's all right. Fine. Fine. You win this round. That's fine. Yeah. Being charming. Um, but like that was actually something. I mean, here's the thing: is I find the whole fairy godmother bit very. Speaking of Nora, is like I find the whole fairy godmother bit interesting because either she's gonna immediately find this way to get rid of the power, or they're gonna just have her hang out at uh Hey World and like be like a fairy godmother granting wishes to kids. And like, I gotta say, I would not be on one level. I want Nora to be able to use her own magic her own way because she deserves that control over her own power and what she does with it just because of everything that's happened to her. On another level, I can't say that it also wouldn't be narratively satisfying because like when we see her again after the whole clusterfuck last season, she's working at a Ren Fair and she's clearly not enjoying herself. So the idea that like this season would close out with her enjoying the hell out of herself, like making people's days by granting their wishes would be really cute. I'm not against it, but I am also like the fact that she took the deal for Mona and like didn't fucking hesitate for a second. Like, okay, hi. This I know you were raised by Satanists, but this is hi, this is a terrible anime, but you have to watch it. You have to know what you have just done horribly wrong. I'm sorry. No, like, never, what make, in the never make a deal with you? wish granters. Wish granters no, are the most you evil of can't. all. But the thing Worst. about that is like Ray Ray made the deal with Neron for Nate. Mona makes the deal with the fairy godmother for Mona. And I'm like, at this point where I'm like, when you show Nate and Zari hugging, are you just being sarcastic? Yeah, we're are hitting that. We're just... hitting that point with that relationship, especially. Like, it's just, it's, like, and like I a couple of the writers even so. said something. Like, remember when the writers were yes. like, oh, good thing everyone on Legends loves each other. And I was like, okay, so we're just all going to sort of low key yes. agree that this so whole cast some writer... like, all right. Somebody, some writer who wrote an article basically said, meanwhile, on Legends of Tomorrow, everybody is sleeping with everybody. And like Kato, who is one of the executive producers, and Ray, who is one of their big writers, and like Kato is also a writer, but she's also an EP, both retweeted yeah. where I'm like, okay, so everybody has had this discussion where we sit around and we're like, no, you're all in love with each other. Yeah. Even if they don't make it explicit because they can't is like hell yeah i mean literally let's fucking zari brought charlie to her childhood home are you fucking kidding yeah, like not only did zari bring charlie to her childhood home but then they had such a direct parallel to how zari's relationship with amaya went where i was like i can't believe this is fucking happening to me today it was a lot the second she was like i would love a ghost trend like the way she said that was full of so much love and tenderness Thank God Charlie immediately backed out of it by saying, huh, gay. Don't want to have feelings for that. Don't, you won't catch me having gay thoughts or any thoughts. Never. You will not catch Charlie having thoughts. Yeah, never. She is against so thinking. Dumb. Also, people keep asking me if I think with season five, if Ava and Sarah are going to be together. And I'm like, one, if they aren't at the start, it's just because the Legends writers want to do another fun way to get them to fall for each other. And two, if season five is our last season, I can, I very strongly feel it will end with them getting married. So, like, let's all... Uh, Kim, there's people that are dying, <laughs> is how I feel about that. I'm kind of like, it's always going to be okay. Yeah. This show has shown us that over two seasons. Like, it's the this sort of thing... the ship of the show. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I know, and it's the sort of thing where, especially because the writers themselves... Some, bleh, the writers themselves have basically implied that there's a very flexible sort of approach to relationships. I'm kind of like, listen... I I don't really worry about what's canon, quote unquote, because the show is written in such a way where you can interpret a lot of things as canon, and that is apparently deliberate. Ava is also in love with Nora. Yeah, and like that's fine, really. Ava also, when when 
Neron is torturing Mona when he hits her with that. First of all, I love that Neron's app. Let's talk about the app for a second. It's just the Citizen app, I want to clarify. Um, the, the reason that the Citizen app exists is not to be like, oh, wow, like you should avoid crime here. It's actually so that you can see where crime is happening, where the police are, and go and record them. Yep, just in case. That's why the Citizen app exists. So it's actually an app that the police really do not like. But it is also an app, because we live in New York City, that is just always full of the weirdest shit all the time. In fact, I'll pull something up for you now. Where Neuron's like, just let me know if you see any magical creatures. And I'm like, you are like a baby. Watch this. All right, right now in Soho. That's boring. Okay, that's from yesterday. $40,000 worth of handbags stolen. There's always a lot of raccoon. First of all, what also worries me about the citizen app sometimes is I'm like, people will call the cops on fucking anything. You have got to cool it. You've got to calm down. Like, people are literally getting killed. Man throwing chairs in a McDonald's. Yeah! Man throwing chair at McDonald's, of course. Hell yeah. Of course. Where else would you throw chairs? I was gonna say. You know, you just don't have enough chairs in your own home to do that kind of activity. No. Like, buddy... It's New York. What the fuck do you expect? When Neron blasts Mona, like, Mick is not only, like, visibly angry, like, attacking, about to just, like, be like, okay, well, there's no, there's no saving Ray at this point. Like, he literally, like, vocalizes, like, just makes this infuriated noise where he's like, absolutely not. That's my child. And that was so good. And, like, when Mona's laying there injured and Nora, like, rushes to her side and is, like, holding her hand. Oh, my God. The, the fucking, the emotion that had. Where it was also, like, oh, my God, that stuff with Neuron and Nora was so Yeah, it weird. was okay. Because you're, like, that's the same couple that was doing that. You're, like, one, that's the same couple that was doing the song and dance three episodes ago and two they they're married in real life they had to get that out of each other like in like you had to genuinely be like okay i know you're my wife but i'm a bad guy now that was really good though and there's just there's actually this one little part where like neuron sort of rubs his thumb over nora's shoulder and i'm like i think that's actually out of character (laughs) No, I'm I not don't know. Sure I think was that was supposed to happen. Yeah, I think, and it's okay. That is his I, I wife. Think... But they are such a powerful duo in terms of what they can do and what they can get out of each other. And it's just so it nice is. It's to very see. good. It's really, it's really good, and it's absolutely stunning. It was, it was, it was, it was, it, yeah, it was another one of the highlights of the episode. That's the thing is, as much as we ragged on the Gary stuff, like this episode was genuinely very good. Outside of that stuff was like complicated, but it was very good. It was quite good. Um, I mean, I think one of the reasons we put actual time into discussing it instead of saying, oh, this is bad, is because this season has been very good. So we want to sort of yeah. make sure. No, it it's the sort of thing where it's like, I wouldn't be mad at them if sad. I didn't think they could change, at least a little bit. Exactly. And I wouldn't be mad if I didn't think, you know, if Gary was just a one off, I wouldn't, we wouldn't care. Yeah, no. Yeah. If I didn't think that they were clearly going to continue having him on and having him be a major character, I would just let this drop. But this is clearly, they're going to try to integrate him more into the team. So, like, no, these things have to be addressed then. Yep, exactly. It was one of those episodes where, like, we don't actually see, I mean, we see it. Yeah, no, Nate. Sarah, Ava, Mick, those aren't really the focus characters because we're kind of busy with Gary's overall plot and then whatever Charlie and Zari are doing. And then really, again, Courtney, as always, yeah, kind of stole so the fucking whole good. show. She really is. I just love, like, I genuinely love seeing her act. Like, she's just a joy. And I do, I do just want to just remind everybody that, again, yeah. apparently hell is kind of just, cool. It's just fucking new out. Ray Palmer is there and all the demons love him. And he's like, I don't understand why you guys were so worried about hell. Everyone here is so nice. So good. I was actually kind of worried that Charlie wasn't going to be on next season. And I was so see, worried about And him. Mona as well. I actually, this whole past episode, I was kind of like, are they oh, actually going to kill First off, again, I would burn this whole house down. Don't you fucking dare. Like, she's such a fucking yeah, delight. Exactly. 
But it just seems like we're going to sort of be going into season five with everybody kind of divided, but we haven't seen yeah. the Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is a lot of stuff is going to be, let's see how the finale of. happens. I, I, you know, you never know with the show. So I have given up trying to understand. We didn't fucking talk about the fact that last episode, Nate was the one who decided to wear the baby Bjorn. And he's the one this episode who is also carrying the egg. And Charlie and Zari both put their hands on it to feel yeah. the egg oh. kick. Honestly, I'm like, oh, yes, Nate is trans. Good thing, Thank guys. You. I mean, I really appreciate um, you know, everybody, everybody. I do this, but I am glad it was very good. I mean, listen, you know, actually, since you brought it up before we end the heavy political stuff, this has been a really heavy episode. So you know what I'm going to talk about for a minute? Dragons should have four legs and two wings. If it has two legs and two wings, it's a wyvern or evern if you want to get fancy. Motherfucker. <laughs> Like, God damn it, guys. It's not a fucking... I, is it because they couldn't afford to put another... And it's like, if you guys can't afford... I mean, like, Dan doesn't have the goddamn decency to give their dragons four fucking legs and two fucking was, wings. So, like, I guess it just must be really hard for you guys to manage that shit for some reason on TV. I don't fucking know. But it... <sighs> <sighs> Life is endless. I mean, my biggest thing is, like, I was thinking about, imagine if this show was able to merchandise correctly and we could actually make um merchandise of wixtable and make some money off of imagine if we one of me them is me the other is gay you are a clown i also thought it was very nice to sort of see i was kind of like are we going to see more mm-hmm. jealous charlie and then it just kind of seems like charlie is like wait a second yeah i'm pansexual it was was like i'm gonna here we go everybody i mean yeah listen uh why not both etc you know what's cool both well the other issue is of course and this is actually kind of why i think nate and charlie might not have had scenes is because even in little moments where like they're sort of like nate is excited to talk to her about wixtable or um there was a preview clip for next for this upcoming episode where they sort of convinced charlie to except hey like go along with hey world and charlie and nate is like come on it's gonna be like woodstock and she gives him this look i'm like oh right because nick and Maisie are that fucking duo that have that kind of fucking chemistry not to say that tala and Maisie don't yeah. or that tala and nick don't but it's like with the two of them especially because as an and audience really we're kind good. of used to it you're just automatically like oh right that's them and they're in love Oh, we also didn't talk. Yeah, this will come back into how we're getting political. So let's get political and sort of talk about the kind mm-hmm. of witch hunt thing coming back. Because I didn't did. actually I expect them, them to bring it all the way back around like that. And I think they did it in a really, really smart way. Because here's the thing. I didn't expect... When we talked how about the witch works. hunt episode, we talked about how, like, no, the you can't let these people turn you into monsters Mm-mm. too is not the best like no that, that's no longer that's yeah, no I longer mean, a viable buddy. option it's one of those things where like well it is because i'm like yeah, the deviation from the norm is because like okay so they're only valuable now to you now that they can be used as entertainment it doesn't work like that i'm yeah, literally I, it's literally me shot for shot recreating the magneto rudolph comment yeah. where he's going they will never it absolutely value fucking you. was it's like you know why thing. we you know why gay people say magneto was right because he fucking was. Mm-hmm. Because 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 there's a huge yeah there's no it doesn't work that way they want us dead I'm sorry um it sucks it really fucking sucks but this has been a long time coming like this isn't I know for a lot of us especially like younger queer people this can feel like this just all came out of nowhere and I don't know if it's better or worse for you to know that this has been a slowly simmering pool of resentment that has been building since like the 70s and the stuff from the 70s got its strength from the stuff in the 50s that got strength like this isn't new it's horrible but they have always wanted us dead and we have to that and and i think that's why yeah that's sorry we both clearly that's one of the big things i kind of want to say yeah is that no this this stuff is not new, and it hasn't come out of nowhere. This did not start with Trump, and it's not going to end with Trump. Um, and that's the thing. But it's is, not. You know, I get that this no, is fiction, and that at the end of the day, if everybody wants to hold hands and sing Kumbaya, and, you know, this I is, I think, the, the problem I have with the way this seems to be easy. hurtling towards 
and which not is safe. like if we just see you know if we if like it's it's like when it's like when the when the horrible when the horrible deportation started happening and people were like, well, you know, you can't, you don't know that these people don't, these people aren't bad. There can be doctors or lawyers or great, fantastic, saintly. It's like, it doesn't fucking matter. You know why they deserve to be here? Because they're human fucking beings. And so with the magical creatures being portrayed as humans, and this is also because the show has most of our and- magical creatures we've interacted with are human even if they have like wolfy form or like Charlie's a shapeshifter, like they're still played by human actors and we think of them as humans that might have powers, but we still think of them as human. So you've clearly tried to make magical and also because you've specifically well, tried to make magical yeah. creatures a metaphor for immigrants, you don't then get to get away from the fact that no, they deserve to fundamentally fucking be here because they fucking do. Because that's, it doesn't it, it's not a meritocracy human rights aren't a fucking, like motherfucker yeah so it's the sort of thing where it's like no i'm i'm gonna be wary of this stuff and i think it's going to end up falling flat if they go with the if everyone sees how cool they are this theme park then we'll all get along the problem doesn't lie with the magical creatures or in the you know the the, the thinly veiled immigrant stand-in proving themselves to us. And frankly, the onus is on us to not ask for proof in the first fucking place. We have to be better than that. We have to we we have to know that they are deserving. It is on us to learn that. And if we can't, then we're fucked. And we're bastards. You have to learn that other people are right. Like it doesn't matter what they can or can't do. We're completely, absolutely fucked. Charlie says, I don't think, Charlie's like, I don't think Hey World is a super good idea. And Sarah is like, Hello? Well, they just all have to learn to love Hello? creatures like you taught us how to. Please? And I'm rethinking about that and I'm like. Yeah. Like, it's the sort of thing where it's like, also, even if not, I mean, also, you no, know, you cannot ignore no. the okay. real life Listen, if optics it's me, of, wow, that's really, that's really, that's, thanks, I white woman. That. <laughs> um, that being said. I, I along with those optics we have the issue of charlie getting like fucking human splained to muggle splained to muggle splained to by fucking sarah about like no hey roll will be fine like no if she's got a problem with it you should at the very fucking least think of that as legitimate she would fucking know you have to you have to make the time we don't have you time. gotta make the fu- it's we like don't, when i got, when I got mad, when I got mad at inquisition the about the whole this, elf thing but the thing is if you i was political, specifically furious with it because it's like you if gotta they just more made time. rather than if the yeah. elves had been super secretly evil the whole time but didn't really have a lot of major parallels to like real life indigenous and marginalized populations i would be like all right, whatever. I guess they're trying to invert the Tolkien thing. Who gives a fuck? But they go out of their way to make such pointed, specific, and consistent parallels to marginalized identities and go, actually, they were super evil and they totally deserved it. You don't, you can't, fuck you. And so I don't think Hayworld is going to be on that level of bad. But if you're going to make this parallel, you have to see it all the way through. And if you can't, then we deserve to call you out on it. That is warranted criticism, especially right now. You are fucking playing with fire, people. And I know I sound mad about this, and it's because I am. This has been a really long and terrible week, and it's getting worse politically. It's actually been an okay for me week on, like, a human being level. But, like, on a political and social level, like... Like... Fuck, dude. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah yeah i yeah so it's hard and like this can be you know as much as i'm like all media is political and you can't say that media isn't political because everything it's bad, is rooted it's in some bad. kind of politics you know yeah. i think we're I all it. allowed to but be on edge time, right now and yeah there is there is mm-hmm. something for the fact of like yeah i think part of the reason i am so angry and tired is like obviously all media is going to have some sort of politics in it but like there are certain things where it's like maybe they they might not feel as expedient and pressing and agonizing in this moment that I could experience. And this is definitely one of those ones where I'm like, okay, this is a bit much right now, guys. So we'll see. I mean, I'll be level with you. I don't expect anything better than that Rudolph picture of deviation is the norm and, uh, you know, deviation from the norm will be punished unless it's exploitable. And frankly, I I feel like we should just print that picture out and put it in a frame for the live show because that's, I feel like that's probably what we're going to end up getting. I think we should have as, I think we should have as many Rudolph memes as possible. You know, available. I, I, I just don't see I trust them to do it well. I trust Hala. 
I trust them to get some things right, but I do still feel like ultimately the moral is going to come down to, no, you see, they're great and cool and you should love them. And it's like, that works well, with, I like... Trust, I trust Tala. Like, I mean, yeah, at this point, I'm like, I know we already have our shirts, but there's also, I want to get, like, a pair of shorts that just reads you are not immune to propaganda on the ass. <laughs> I don't know how we would get this, but I'm just fucking imagining wearing those with the Garfield shirt, the fucking Garfield face, but it's, like, stretched out horribly. They say nespa un propaganda. My favorite thing in the world. Yeah, I would love that. Um, I forgot. I, I hate that because we did a whole unit on Duchamp in my French class. And so now every time I see Duchamp, I'm like, huh, I get it. And just that feeling in and of itself is, is the worst. It's just like, ooh, hope somebody gets me. It's, it's the feeling of, it's like every time I see something vaguely James Joyce related and I, I, I like cringe at my, huh. I reckon I understood that reference because like I want to slap myself for understanding it. I'm like, no, you pretentious piece of shit. Go go away. Like, it's the worst. It's a constant struggle. And I, I will also no- note that like we did see sort of a change in Zari from the witch trial episode where she's like, no, we can't let this make us into monsters. Where when she's confronted with this crowd, she's like, you know what? Fuck this. Mm-hmm. And she earned that. And I think that I that was good that she was like nope fuck and, and she did earn that and that was and that was well that was that was received that i was like okay see this is what this is the kind of stuff we're gonna need yeah no at that point it's it's, it's this like, is the kind of attitude we need to be bringing to this party yeah at this point i don't like it i don't like i don't you know when i talk about it in this context it's like i don't consider myself a militant person i don't consider myself like the kind of person who's like i don't like having to meet things with violence I really don't. But at this point, I'm also like, they're fucking killing us. They want to kill us. This is not ignorance. This is active malice. They are coordinating campaigns <laughs> at, to get at us. At this point, not now. So it doesn't matter. It's not really about what you like and what you don't like or how you feel or how you don't feel. It's the reality it's a matter of the, of the fact that, like, one, the idea that nonviolence gets things done is, is false and has been yeah. made up. That's a made up yeah. idea. It's simply it not true. doesn't work that way. Sorry. And two, that it's no longer a matter of what you like and what you don't like. It's a matter of who you're willing to protect and not protect. Uh-oh, yeah. SpaghettiOs. It's a lot. Here's an idea. Let's soft reset, just like Legends. And the other thing is, like, again, knowing that Legends is actually probably just going to do a soft reset anyway, I'm kind of like, any oopsies they might do politically on this, they might just end up being like, hey, that didn't happen. Probably. That never happened. Yeah, this is Legends, so it's kind of like... No, okay. maybe... No, you're the coward. No, you shut up. So I, that that's yeah. probably that is intimately where we are headed. And that's okay. It really is. You know, let's see what we get right, let's see what we get wrong. Because I again I and anything we get wrong, we can just get the time guardians of Nahulift, the guardians of where's the owl place? The owl place? The owl guardian. The black lodge? No, the, the animated oh. owls. Oh, okay. Oh, Gahul! Guardians of the, the Guardians of Gahul? Yeah, that's who the Time Guardians are going to be. I'm calling it... Also, that was a book series! I read it, of course I read it. I read every book about talking animals I get my fucking hands on. It's probably the one, I mean, I actually reread a couple of the books recently, and it's the one I think with the least last, like, it's one of those ones where I'm like, this is a really good book series for children, um, in a way that, like, I, I think you can read Watership Down and be of any age, but, like, some some of these talking animal books are, like, this is really only going to appeal to you if you're eight. But still, talking animals. And I learned a lot of um, Latin Italian, Latin names for owls, which was pretty cool. Um, there was a point to this. Yeah, I, at this point, I'm like, this fucking show, as much as I, I, I talk like I expect a lot from it, I think it's trying, and I think that's why I do. But at the same time, I also don't expect, I, I, you know. But also, if us talking about it motivates anyone to do some meaningful outside action, I will be satisfied. Which, you know what's some meaningful outside action? Donate to Planned Parenthood. Do it now. I mean, hey. Yeah. No, I mean, listen, right I would now. actually be, I would Do be super right cool. I, yeah. Um, so we will totally, we will figure out some fun thing to do um, on the podcast that will also count as like, hey, it, we'll do this if you donate to charity. And if you have any suggestions for what you would want us to do, uh, let us know. Um, We're not you know, going to make point, out. I, that's not, yeah, I, I thought that I was like, Outside and of taking your tops off. And if we did make out, <laughs> it would be for ourselves. 
Yeah. It would be- <laughs> but like, if you have any fun just, ideas or anything you want, I just love. We're not taking our tops off because that was also my immediate thought. Because I was yeah, I was wanting like, to get a coffee today, and I was like, "Gee, I sure do wonder why everybody looks at me in the spring and summer." And then my titty were like, "Titty," and I was like, "Yeah, uh, yes." No, I was. Yeah, I was having a conversation, and they were being very nice. But I remember leaving after I got my phone fixed, and I was like, "Why were those two dudes talking to me for like fifteen minutes?" I'm like, oh, I'm wearing a tank top. Okay, never mind. Shit. Like it makes sense, um, but still, we're gonna. It's it's and I it's weird because I just go I just go complete I don't notice it unless I'm having active dysphoria about it. So it's all I always look down like oh shit like weird. But um yeah. Point being, you know, if there's if there's uh you know fun any suggestions, you know, yeah, fun, legal, cool, non well, I mean, slutty activities, but like not like that. You know what I mean? So point being, if you have any cool stuff you want to do, we just really want to give money to Planned Parenthood. We want to encourage you guys to give money to Planned Parenthood. And we want to talk about a show that does its best usually brandon, and even would when want, it, brandon would want us to encourage you to give money to planned parenthood yeah so he will not be on the live show and if one single person even mentions it like we're doing a good like oh it's for a good cause i don't give a fuck if we were single-handedly paying for you to go to college you do not tell a soul that works on this show that this is going on i will find you oh no are we clear oh jesus i honestly didn't even I didn't even think I Okay, I don't like why wow, these two people do a thing about your show and they're gonna be using their live stream. No. 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 I don't no. need their money. I don't need their attention. No. <laughs> oh my god. I they mean, can donate what? on their own Christian time. I mean you can absolutely say you guys should donate to Planned Parenthood for something. Like, go at them for that. I don't give a fuck. But like don't give them their budget. Oh god. You oh, leave me the fuck no. out of it. No, 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 thank you. I, that's that's always been. I mean, listen, I'm old school fandom. I don't, I don't ever want to look at or talk to or interact with content creators of the things I'm creating fan work for. Not worth it. It's never been worth it. Um, but yeah, on that note, uh, I think I think we're good. Are we good? Yeah. Okay. And just to remind right. you, we said it at the beginning of the episode. I'll say it now. Live show, May twenty third, seven p.m. New York City time. That's Eastern Standard Time. I said seven p.m. Right yes i think so okay perfect and it's going to be on my twitch channel which is twitch.tv backslash panther p-a-n-n underscore t-h-e-r and it'll also be on like a flyer and on this post so we'll see you live next week see you soon bye bye